your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. You can download the Spotify Green Room app and join me next Wednesday at 7 p.m. to get in on the action. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we'll be joined by Gabe Foley to talk about the NHL draft, get us ready for some potential hits for the Minnesota Wild, and a look at the draft in general gearing up for uh, who will be taken early, who will be taken often, who will be taken everywhere uh, throughout the NHL draft. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last couple of seasons covering the Minnesota Wild exclusively. And summer guest season rolls on. We're joined uh, by my guest today, Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting, to talk some NHL draft. Gabe, how's it going? I'm good. Very excited to be here. Very excited to be doing more with the Locked On Nation. I'm a big fan of this show. Listen to it regularly, so it's good to finally be on. Outstanding. Well, we've got the NHL drafts, as mentioned, coming up here um, in the month of July. And uh, it's going to be a very busy week that week with the expansion draft on the 21st and the draft on the 23rd, I believe. So a lot going on, and that means we got to figure out who the heck the Wild are going to take and who anybody is going to take uh, throughout the course of the NHL draft. So I figured we'd start just with kind of a getting to know you segment here uh, for the NHL draft. Obviously, in any draft, there are can't-miss prospects near the top, guys that are expected to go you know, within the first couple of picks uh, of the first round. So why don't we just start by talking about some of the guys who are expected to go either at the top of this draft or uh, or near the top. Gabe, who are some of your favorites from this draft class? Yeah, so obviously the big name, Owen Power. Everyone expects him to go first overall. And in my own talks with people around Buffalo, it sounds like that's how it's going to go. Power, a 6'5 defenseman, skates like the wind, um, really good in his own zone, moving the puck up the ice. He's going to be a very confident, very comfortable NHLer one day. But if you're feeling a little bit riskier, you have guys like Matty Beneers, a center out of the United States, a teammate of Powers, actually. Beneers, another very reliable two-way player, uh, can really do it all. Um, and then there's players like William Eklund, who is about the best prospect we've seen out of Sweden since Elias Pettersson. Had wow. a very similar rookie season to Pedersen in the SHL this year. Um, he is, Eklund is ranked first overall on my board. He's a player who is a bit riskier, but if he hits, he's going to be a great player. And we were saying the same stuff about Pedersen a few years ago. Um, on defense, there's Brant Clark. Same story, different position. Very risky kid, but if he hits, he's going to be the next big deal. Uh, Brant Clark, I wrote an article a few months back. Kid looks like Eric Carlson. It's wow. it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> it's weird watching him play. And it's, it's a style that's kind of uncomfortable in such a young kid. One that you think, all right, they got to grow out of that eventually. But <laughs> Clark's good at it. And he, he gives me a weird feeling that he's going to be one of the next big things. So. Okay. 
Beneers, Power, Clark, and Eklund, those are the top four guys on my board. Um, in no real order, they're all pretty interchangeable. And all of them, you know, they're, they're talking about how this draft is way weaker than usual. Um, but it really, it looks like all four of these guys have a future in the NHL. Uh, I'm confident they're all going to find their footing, all going to take that big step into uh, – into the pros here real soon. Okay. Um, I, I want to go into that notion of a weak draft because that gets thrown around a lot in, you have people saying, you know, this is one of the best draft classes in like a decade or in the case, as you just mentioned, this one seems to be a little bit of a weaker one. It, is that really like a, is that a tangible thing that, that can be like pointed to, or, or is that something a lot of like the national people like to, to um, use to try to get out of doing some homework. It really seems like the latter. <laughs> um, <laughs> last year, you know, you, you had guys like Lafreniere, Byfield, uh, Rossi last year. Rossi, a wild prospect, like so mad that you guys got him. <laughs> um, but you had these guys that just looked like they're going to be stars, guys that are – I, I'm including Rossi. I'm a huge Rossi fan. Um, guys that are top three in any draft, doesn't matter who's in them. Uh, and then Rossi fell to nine of you guys. And I just, it made me furious. Um, but there was clear star talent last year. There's not really clear star talent this year. Okay. Um, Beneers and Power both look like they're going to be really good NHLers. Uh, is a really good second-line center one day, power a good top-four guy. Um, and it's that lack of stardom, that lack of clear-cut, oh, this guy's going to be amazing. That's kind of getting people to be a little bit more hesitant with this draft, especially as we go into the next two years with guys like Shane Wright, Connor Bedard, uh, Matt Vey, Mitch Gov, um, you know, clear generational talents coming up but i mean like you said it's really it's getting overblown you know it the 2021 nhl draft is a little bit weaker it's a little bit beat up there's the lack of clear stardom but it there's still some great nhl talents gonna come out of this draft um i feel like one person says a weak draft and ever since then we've been snowballing down the hill but you know, guys like Beneers, uh, Eklund, and even going into the later first round, guys like uh, Jesper Wallstedt and Nett, Cole Sillinger, Mike Sillinger's son. Um, just there's tons of NHL talent coming out of this first round, coming out of all seven rounds this year. And so while it, it does lack the clear pizzazz of the last few drafts we've had or the drafts we're about to have, um, this class is a solid class. There's going to be good NHL talent, and it's a class that you you need to be excited for if you have a lot of picks in it. Sure, which the Wild do. Yeah, especially a couple of first rounders, and we'll get to what the Wild could maybe do specifically here uh, in a little bit. The final one that I wanted to ask you, and just kind of the the overall draft, like getting to know the NHL draft portion of this. Are, are there any players? at the top end of this year's draft that, that have some red flags of some sort to where you're a little cautious as to like if teams, especially if teams reach for players that, that they may be making a, a bad choice. Uh, any, anybody that, that kind of hits that red flag area. 
There are definitely um, a few players. It's you, you have the perfect man on the show to ask that question. Um, <laughs> Simone Edvinson is a consensus top 10 pick, and I have him ranked 45th overall. Oh. I, I dropped the floor out from under him. Um, for those who don't know, Edvinson is a left defenseman out of Sweden. I believe he is 6'6", six, six, it looks like. Um, oh, 6'4", I apologize. And he's an amazing skater, has about the best hands in this class. But the tricky thing with Edvinson is how he defends the rush, his play in his own end, and then even in the offensive zone, he stutters under pressure a bit. Um, There's just some stuff that when you watch him, you think, wow, this guy's really talented, but what was that? That's not (laughs) – he shouldn't do that. He's way too good to do that. Um, and so the big one, I have to speak to him. Simone Edvinson could struggle a bit on a moving over to a North American sized rink that's going to put him into high pressure, high intensity situations a bit more often. Um, other than that, it's a, it's a pretty bona fide class. There aren't any players that really jump off the page. Um, Atu Ratu, uh, I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. I can't roll my T's the way that uh, the Finnish language is able to. But Atu Ratu, a player that was a top five pick back in October, is now in a lot of people's late 20s. Um, And that's consensus. That's not me being hot takey. I know. The floor fell out from him. Another player who has a ton of skill just didn't use it, didn't know how to use it. Uh, He was so inconsistent all year. Um, he's a player that rumors say NHL teams might still take a chance on him, but one that the public scouts are kind of scared of. Um, if he works and finds his footing, he'll be good. He'll he'll be great. Um, but if not, we're looking at another player like Patrick Laine, who's really good at one thing, but not great at uh, at hockey as a whole. So. It'll be very interesting seeing how a few of these guys pan out. There's a lot of raw skill in this class, but you know some some concerns, like you said. We'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's continue the conversation by looking at something that the Wild could do with a couple of picks in the early to mid twenties. Uh, we're joined by Gabe Foley, and we'll continue our draft conversation next here on Locked On Wild. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Make sure to look for Locked on Wild once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Thanks to everybody that joined last night to help celebrate Kirill Kaprizov winning the Calder Trophy, and we'll be hosting rooms on Wednesday nights the rest of the summer so make sure to check then to join the conversation. Go download the free Green Room app, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. You can follow me at Seth Topes to be notified when Lockdown Wild goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live next Wednesday at 7 p.m. I can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on the Wild's offseason. We'll see you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Oh, hey, don't mind me. Just about to chomp into one of these amazing built bars. 
Wait, what? You've never heard of a Built Bar? Okay, I'll explain it to you this way. Built Bar's got nine amazing flavors. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. One of those is going to be your favorite. You might be like me and go with raspberry. If you're not sure where to start, just go with the mystery box. You'll get two each of all of those nine flavors. The best part, though, about Built Bars is they're amazingly healthy for you. Each bar has over 17 grams of protein, contains only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs, and a couple of bars have even more protein, all packed into each amazing Built Bar. So don't delay. Head to BuiltBar.com now and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Continuing our conversation with Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting here on Lockdown Wilds. Continuing the summer guest, uh, the summer of guests here on the show. And uh, Gabe, we're going to talk about what the Wilds could potentially do. Obviously, they have picks uh, 21 and 25 in uh, this year's NHL draft. Thanks to Pittsburgh for, uh, for giving us that extra first this year. So... Obviously, for a team like the Wild, they've they've got some nice pieces that they're building around. You've got Kirill Kaprizov, you've got Kevin Fiala, so they've got some uh, they got some good scoring. Have the elite defensive core as well, and so uh, at least from my perspective, I'm thinking center is probably the way that I'd like them to go. Um, do you do you agree with that right off the top that uh, that that's what the Wild should be looking at, or do you uh, do you see another potential area? that they should target uh, in this year's draft? You know, I, I do agree um, to a very large uh, extent. Um, the Wild are really flushed out on left wing, kind of to a weird extent. Like you said, Matt Boldy, Fiala, um, oh, who, uh, Adam Beckman, that's what I was thinking of. You know, they have a lot of talent on left wing. I wouldn't mind seeing them go right wing, um, get some additional firepower for, Firepower for Robert, or oh my goodness, I'm stuttering over my, <laughs> over my words. Get some additional firepower for Kaprizov. Um, get Fiala back over to left wing. Um, get him kind of in a bona fide role there. Um, and then defense. I I don't know what it is with the Wild. They have, like you said, they have great defensive prospects. Kalen Addison is looking like he's going to be one of the, you know, Next up and comers, um, Wild fan need to be excited for him. He's going to yeah. be very solid. Um, but there's some left defensemen in this draft around where y'all be, y'all will be picking that will look very good in a Wild jersey. Will really earn a confident role. And so I agree, centers need to be number one. But I think the Wild really get a good opportunity to kind of do whatever they want like you said the prospect pool is so solidified such so promising that you know they could do anything and it'd end up well for them okay um anybody in particular at that point uh, at that point in that you know 20 21 22 range um on your board that you think the wilds should uh, be targeting with uh, that first pick at 21 they're a, a handful of players. The interesting thing about the 2021 NHL draft 
is it is messy in that area. <laughs> you could take anyone. There are guys in that area who are on some people's, you know, in their top 10 and in other people's third round and stuff like that. It's crazy. And as I speak to NHL teams and figure out a bit more about what's going on there, it sounds like the NHL teams are doing something that no one in the public world is doing. So we're in for a shock um, come draft day. I know we are. But there are a handful of players around that 21 that are really going to stand out. One of them, um, Xavier Borgo, it looks like he's going to be, if I had to give him an NHL comparison, I'd say Nick Schmaltz. A very good two-way, second-line, third-line center. Guy that can do anything you ask of him. Um, Borgo led Shawinigan uh, to some really good success in the QMJHL this year. Um, he was definitely their premier center, but he did it very humbly and made sure he was still making an impact all over the ice. It was a very impressive season for him, and it makes him look like a guy that is really going to step up in the NHL and serve a very reliable role. Um, if you're looking for a bit more offensive firepower, there's guys like Simone Robertson, Robertson's a right winger, so we're dipping into my bias a little bit, but Robertson's shot is just terrific. Um, He's a player that played in the SHL for most of the year, Sweden's top league, and just looked perfectly at home there. Um, His shot is hard and accurate. He's smart with how he uses it, and he's smart about getting the puck into a very strong shooting position. So if you're looking for a winger who knows how to put the puck on net, knows how to put the puck into the net, Simone Robertson's your guy. And then if you really want to go off the draft board, there's Logan Stankoven. Stankoven or Stankoven, however you pronounce (laughs) it. Um, He's out of the WHL, of course, with a name like that, you have to play in the WHL. Uh, He played for the Kamloops Blazers. Stankoven is getting a lot of hate by NHL departments because he's 5'8". But man, you'd think this kid was 6'1 watching him play. How he battles in front of the net, how he commands control of the puck in the corners. It's all so impressive. And he combines really strong passing and really strong awareness with this gritty... Uh, physical style to really become one of the top playmakers in this draft. I have Stankoven ranked 20th overall right now. It's sounding like he might fall out of the first round come draft day, just because NHL teams love skewing things to size. But I look at Stankoven, I watch him play. He's a center who just looks like he belongs in a wild jersey. I've thought it all year long. He's smart. He's very skilled with how he uses the puck, but he's not scared to go into the corners, to battle in front of the net. Most of his goals came from really gritty net front battles where he was able to win positioning and put the puck in in the net. So for 5'8", that's terrific. And the skill he backs it up with, he feels like a wild player. You know, you look at guys like Marcus Foligno. They have the skill, but their tenacity and their smarts really get them them going. 
And that's what Stankoven has. So if I had to pick a guy for the wild, be him. But you have guys like Borgo, you have guys like Robertson who do a little bit of other things in case you, you're looking for something else. Sure. Um, I I would be perfectly fine with uh, any of those guys at that point. And I mean, give me give me more Marcus Felinos on this team any day of the week. I like just enforcing and uh, just generally dominating. Um, <laughs> sign me up. So I hope uh, I hope that happens. We'll finish up today's conversation by talking about just some general sleepers for the uh, the rest of the draft. Again, we're joined by Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting. More to come here on Locked on Wild. It's time to take your sports betting to the next level with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is reaching the halfway point. The Stanley Cup final is underway. The conference finals in the NBA are ongoing. Plus, you've got the PGA Tour. UFC, MMA, all your favorite action, you name it, you can place your bets on it. So before the next pitch, before the opening face-off, the opening tip, the opening tee time, whatever it may be, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for even another second. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the championship. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of Locked on Wild for today, joined by Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting, talking the NHL draft, which is coming up the third week of July. July 23rd is when it starts, and so... We'll have plenty more draft discussion as we get closer and closer to the NHL draft. Just having kind of a a getting-to-know-you type uh, approach to the conversation here today. And Gabe, I wanted to finish by just looking at some guys who could be potential sleepers in later rounds. Uh, And I'm sure you've got uh, a, a few guys that really are flying under the radar that you have absolutely locked on to, forgive the pun, um, but uh, but who are some guys that uh, that in later rounds of this draft could really become quality players that people aren't uh, paying enough attention to right now? Yeah, there are a handful. Um, at, like I said earlier, this draft is deep. Um, it's there's a lot of guys throughout this draft that really make you raise an eyebrow and think, oh, yeah, maybe maybe he could become something. Um, guys like For- Florian Elise. Elias, um, I, I'm sure I'm butchering that. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to fit into the German pronunciation. Elias is an overager. He was first draft eligible last year, and he got looked over. And then he went to the World Juniors this year. And I'm not sure if you watched, but Germany was destroyed at the World Juniors this year. It was a horrible tournament for them. Really unfortunate situation revolving around injury and COVID and stuff like that. And through it all, Elias was terrific, quite frankly. Nine points in five games, playing on a team that got slaughtered throughout the tournament. He played in Germany's top league, the DEL, uh, all year long, played 34 games for him. He's a very promising winger later in the draft. He's another 5'8 guy. 
But if you're willing to take the chance, he's a guy that really could step into an NHL role one day, a bottom six role. But if I had to pick one sleeper for the wild, I got to go with Dmitry Katalevsky. Katalevsky played for, um, oh, I don't even want to say the name, <laughs> Bars Kazan, I believe, um, over in Russia. He's with the Kazan organization, played throughout various leagues in Russia. And here's the thing with Katalevsky. Nobody knows what to make of him. Elite Prospects has him ranked at 84, FC Hockey 56, McKean's 148, Dober 55, and Smot Scouting 67. He's all over the board. Wow. Um, There's no consistency, no consensus. I personally have him in my second round. He's ranked 57 for me right now. You look at Katalevsky play, he's a very skilled center. He's got great skating and great hands and uses it really well to move up the ice quickly. He's a guy that controls pace when he plays to such an extent that it makes his teammates around him better. Um, Kalevsky adds to it, you know, a great shot, great lane awareness. He knows when to drive a lane, when to exploit a lane for a solid pass, stuff like that. Um, It's a great hockey IQ build that really screams, hey, this guy, this guy's good. Um, I think if Kalevsky would have done a little bit more this season. He's a guy we'd be talking about in the top 50, but right now there's no consensus to him, like I said. So Kalevsky, a center, a Russian, um, you know, Minnesota, I feel like you guys always have success with Russians, with centers. So he's a, he's a very skilled prospect. He has the makings of a great hockey IQ. He's a guy that if you're looking for a mid to late round pick that's really going to hit it out of the park, if Katalevsky is on the board, you're taking Katalevsky. Um, I, I have no clue what to make of where he'll go in the draft itself. He could go <laughs> in the second round. He could go in the fifth round. Um, but either way, tons of skill there, tons of potential. He showed that he knew what he was doing. He knew how to play hockey, and he knew how to play hockey fast. Um, Another guy, just with how Minnesota plays, you guys are a fast, skilled team, and you guys have shown that your development department, um, the guys that work with the prospects are so talented. And I know for a fact that if Kataleski ends up in Minnesota, you guys are going to raise him right, and he's going to become what he can become to its fullest. Uh, one more guy as I breeze through my list here, Trevor Wong out of the WHL with Col- Kelowna. Is that how you say it? I don't know how to pronounce any Canadian cities. Sounds right. Um, I think so. There's a W in there, but um, Trevor Wong, probably the best skater in this class. Uh, I'll, I might get attacked for that one, but <laughs> Wong is fast. I've never seen a player so fast at such a young age. Um, another very... You know, he thrives in a few skill areas, um, just needs the foundation of a, of a hockey IQ build. He needs to know what he's doing a little bit better. 
He's another guy there's no, really no consensus on. Um, he's a Canadian, so there's a bit more bias to it. But he could go in the second round. He could go in the fourth or fifth. Uh, there's such a big range for him. But if you want to bring uh, speed to Minnesota, Trevor Wong's your guy. He is talented, and he is fast. Another uh, center for you as well. Excellent. Um, before we wrap up here, and again, appreciate the time today. I uh, want to give you an opportunity to uh, to do a plug for the outlets that Locked on Wild listeners can find you at. So uh, just just let us know where can the folks find you on Twitter. What um, uh, what website can they uh, can they find you at? Where where can they find the Gabe Foley content experience? All right, the Gabe Foley experience. I've never <laughs> heard that one. Sounds like something that I wouldn't want to be a part of, but. Um, Everyone can check me out on Twitter at NHL Foley. That's at NHL F-O-L-E-Y. My whole life growing up, people spelled it F-O-L-L-Y. Not sure why, but um, that's NHL Foley on Twitter. I also write for Recruit Scouting, covering the USHL and U.S. national team for them. And I'm doing a bit of work with Puck Preps, covering some more United States hockey. So check me out on Twitter for everything I do and check me out on those sites for a bit more specific coverage about some of the top guys in America. Outstanding. Well, thanks again, Gabe, for the time today. And uh, we will definitely do this again. I think you've earned yourself uh, another visit to uh, Lockdown Wild as we get closer to the draft. We'll, uh, We'll at that point probably narrow it down to some specific prospects, but Great, uh, great way to get us started with draft coverage and um, enjoyed the time today. And uh, like I said, we'll definitely do it again here in the future. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. I can't wait. That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, big thank you to Gabe Foley for uh, joining the show today to talk NHL draft. Make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts and also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Locked on Wild. You can follow your fearless leader, Seth Topol on Twitter as well. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new edition of Locked on Wild.